turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. 4447. That's 1-800-370-3447. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump's about to take an historic step. It's been discussed and debated for a long time. The president will announce U.S. recognition of Jerusalem as the Israeli capital and begin the process of moving the American embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Senior administration officials say the recognition will be an acknowledgement of historical and current reality rather than a political statement. Officials also say that moving the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem will not happen immediately. Ray Clugston, Washington. President Trump's eldest son is about to testify on Capitol Hill. He'll be appearing before the House Committee investigating Russian interference in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Stocks are lower on Wall Street this hour. Dow down about 24 points. NASDAQ is off. On each and every show, Dr. This Marshall is SRND. To your health and Minneapolis is the number one healthiest and most active city as ranked by Forbes. And now, Where does the Twin Dr. Cities turn Marshall. to for wellness tips and trends? Right here on Twin Welcome Cities Wellness Line Radio, with a plethora of different on-air hosts and experts that focus on all areas of health and wellness for all your active lifestyle needs. The Twin Cities moves, and so do we. Tune in in your car, download the mobile app, or stream us live from your computer by visiting us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. The way it is now. And the Twin Cities Wellness Station Wellness Supermarket, which is supposed to be food that's studios. good for you, definitely more December-like like for today. Partly cloudy, twenty-three, ten above and tonight. The dead sunshine is in there, lying in state. Tomorrow, the ones that are advertised the most are usually the least nutrient. Christmas countdown shows us only nineteen days until Christmas. You got a lot to learn. Stay tuned. But when you do, shop an incredible collection of styles, shapes, and colors at Wicks and Jewelers. Feel free to reach out to us toll free. For thirty years, the healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need them to manage the delivery of our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, can you really keep your doctor? Or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions will be addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, and his new program, Sustainable Healthcare on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturday at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry. And he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, AM 1570, and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, Alyssa here with Wellness Radio 1570, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for five years now, and it has helped many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of the schools we have a partnership with. It's that simple. This isn't a financial aid program. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call Wellness Radio 1570 today at 651-289-4406 to take advantage of our half-off tuition program. That's Wellness Radio 1570 at 651-289-4406. 
Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at WNAV-video.com. That's WNAV-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I'm your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And I am so blessed because I am in the beautiful Twin Cities. Well, actually, just one of them. I'm only in Minneapolis. Actually, I'm in Egan. I'm at the studio here live. So you can be a part of this radio program if you'd like to be. 651-289-4466. And we do have a mystery guest who I'm not going to tell you who they are now. I'm going to set up the show a little bit first, and then we'll bring on our in-studio guests. So today, ladies and gentlemen, today's radio program is called What Are You Walking Towards? What are you walking towards? You know, there's going to come a point in time in each and every one of our lives where we're going to be lying on our deathbed wondering, what difference did it make? What is my life going to be remembered by? How did I get where I am today? And I'm telling you right now how you got there. It's by what you do every single day, the step-by-step, day-by-day, week-by-week, month-by-month activity that you're doing. You know, I was uh, reading the news, and I found this article. You, you won't normally find me on the Huffington Post. I don't like that liberal rag. But uh, I found this article. It says, Jesus statues, but was hiding a 240-year-old secret message. And it said, a statue of Jesus Christ on display at a cathedral in Spain has been hiding a secret message for hundreds of years in the most unlikely place. It was tucked away in a hidden compartment in the statue's rear end. Although it is usual for many sculptures to be hollow, it is not so much to find handwritten documents inside, said historian Efren Arroyo, a member of the Holy Week Brotherhood of Sotila de la Ribera, according to Science Alert. The statue called Cristo del Miseria has been removed from a church in northern Spain for restoration when workers noticed the hidden compartment beneath a cloth that covered the statue's butt. Spanish news website ABC reported. Inside the statue was a letter penned in 1777 by Joaquin Minguez, a chaplain of the Cathedral of Burgo de Osmo. Osma. I am butchering all these names. I apologize. Uh, Minguez's letter discussed the statue and others created by the same sculptor in detail what life was like in the community 240 years ago. Minguez described popular games of the day, including cards and ball, and noted that typhoid and malaria were common. He also revealed that the main crops were wheat, rye, barley, and oats per El Paz. The harvest has been plentiful for many years, Minguez wrote, referring to the vineyards of his hometown, in verse reported. Although the original document will be sent to the archbishop, a copy was returned to the statue's hindquarters for posterity. That's a joke. I think that's why they put that line in there. But, you know, it made me think about it. It made me think about this. What is a time capsule? And I wanted to find this for you. The definition of a time capsule, this is from uh, Merriam-Webster, a container holding historical records or objects representative of current culture that is deposited as for preservation until discovery by some future age. And what stirred me up is like, oh, my gosh, that is the exact opposite the exact opposite of a mission statement. That is the exact opposite of the, the, the law of attraction. That is the exact opposite 
of creating this mission that represents who you are, what you do, and the quality in which you do it. Think about this. Your mission, your life of significance is the opposite of a time capsule. A time capsule is a message into the future about how things are today. But consider your mission, your vision, or what we call a mission statement, is a message from the future, but written as if it were true today. It consists of three things. Who are you? Why are you here? What did you do? How did you do it? And the question I'm going to pose to my guest today, and I'll let him think about it while I pose it before I even introduce him, is if I was to go to your funeral, and I was to go to the person that knew you the best, and ask them to give me five words to describe who you were, what would you want those five words to be? And then how do you make that a part of your daily walk? Because we're going to talk about this thing called walk. Because we all talk about walk. How's your walk? How's your walk? So today we're going to go in depth. Uh, But first I want to share a few words of prose and then introduce my guest before we have to go to break. It said, so God made a farmer by Paul Harvey. And on the eighth day, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. I need somebody with strong arms, strong enough to rustle a calf and yet gentle enough to deliver his own grandchild. Somebody to call hogs, tame cantankerous machinery, come home hungry, have to wait lunch until his wife's done feeding, visiting ladies, then tell the ladies be sure and come back real soon and mean it. So God made a farmer. God said, I need someone willing to sit up all night with a newborn colt and watch it die. Then dry his eyes and say, maybe next year. I need someone who can shape an axe handle from a persimmon sprout, persimmon sprout, shoe a horse with a hunk of car tire, who can make harness out of haywire, feed sacks and shoe scraps, who planting time and harvest season will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon and then painting from tractor back, put in another 72 hours. So God made a farmer. God had to have somebody willing to ride the ruts at double speed to get the hay in ahead of the rain clouds and yet stop in midfield and race to help when he sees the first smoke coming from a neighbor's place. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and have and heave bales, yet gentle enough to tame lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink cone pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. It had to be somebody who'd plow deep and straight and not cut corners, somebody to seed, weed, feed, breed, and rake and disc and plow and plant and tie the fierce and strain the milk and replenish the self-feeder and finish a hard week's worth with a five-mile drive to church. Somebody who would bail a family together with strong, soft bonds of sharing, who would laugh and then sigh and then reply with smiling eyes when his son says what he wants to spend his life doing what dad does. So God made a farmer. So I'd like to welcome our guest, Michael Bushilla, to Like It Matters Radio. Welcome, Michael. How are you? It's good to be here. Thanks, Scott. Well, I'm glad you're here. Michael is a, a proprietor of what's your business? It's uh, Hope Glen Farm, and you can uh, find us on the web at hopeglenfarm.com. It's an incredible event center. Uh, it's got a, a livable um, treehouse. Uh, incredible, incredible, incredible. I've, we've stayed there a few times. Uh, it's one of the only places, I think, in the state of Minnesota that you can sleep overnight in a treehouse, yeah, yeah. right? I think so. Well, there's other, other treehouses in Minnesota, but I think we're the only legal <laughs> one. <laughs> but it's you incredible. You should check it out. It's incredible. And, and you know, when I come to town, uh, Michael's a good friend. He's a brother in Christ. Uh, uh, he does ministry, a free bike wash. Uh, dot com uh, in Sturgis that I'm a part of as well. And so, Michael, today we're just going to talk a little bit. You know, when Michael comes in, Michael's a man of God, and that's his passion. So he just likes to bring in his godly perspective, which I always appreciate. But today we're talking about where are you walking to? And the reason I bring up, uh, Michael, the thing about the farmer, because when I read that, Michael, uh, that's a lot of work. And, you know, the Bible has tons of agricultural metaphors. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why there's so many agricultural metaphors outside of the time that was written is because I think that's what our life's supposed to be like, mm-hmm. where we do a lot of work 
week after week and sometimes month after month and we see no gain. Where we're doing a lot of stuff in the dirt, where we're getting messy, where it's not pretty, where uh, there's not tons of people waiting around to help us. But yet we're doing the things that we know we're supposed to do. We're walking the walk. We're doing those daily things, weeding and seeding and feeding and planting and pulling and watering and struggling and, 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 and harvesting, all those things. And yet so many times there's very little to show for it. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, Michael and I are going to discuss this. What are we walking toward? And what does this word walk mean? When someone asks you, what your, how's your walk? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? And so Michael and I are going to talk about that. Our job is to inspire you, to educate you, and to give you something today that will make today a little bit different than yesterday. And then if you keep that process going to make tomorrow a little bit different than today, we call that being under construction. In the Christian world, we call that sanctification. Whatever it is, it's taking one step every day on this thing we call our walk. And my question today is, what are you walking to on Like It Matters Radio? I've been put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar. But I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. NeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer, with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N.org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspirational, educational, and applicational. I am Mr. Black, and I am live in Egan, Minnesota. I am in the beautiful, snowy state of Minnesota. So glad to be in studio. We are live. If you want to be a part of this conversation, you can call in. I'm not sure uh, what I'd say to you, but call in. We'll figure it out. 651-289-4466. And my question is, what are you walking towards? And today, uh, we have Michael Bushilla, in a good friend, a brother in Christ, uh, with Hope Glen Farms. Uh, he's uh, Whenever you come to town, we like to get together and we talk about life. 
uh, usually through a biblical perspective. I know some of you out there listening don't follow the God of the Bible, so uh, I'll make sure I include the secular world as well. Uh, but uh, uh, the, what brought up today's conversation for the radio show as I read about this time capsule, they, they had this statue uh, in Europe uh, of uh, Jesus Christ uh, back from the 1700s. Uh, and inside of it, or the inside of the butt of the statue, there was a hidden compartment, and in there was a time capsule. Uh, and a guy um, uh, wrote a letter 250 years ago about how things were. And as I was reading that article, God put in my head that that's just the opposite of what I have you do. See, in our training, what we do is we have people begin with the end in mind. So we work on mission and vision. And so I tell people, your mission statement is the best possible you way out there in the future near the end of your life. But it's written as if it were true today. So if you think about it, a time capsule is a container holding historical records or objects representative of current culture that is deposited for preservation for some future age. And again, I want to make sure you understand the exact opposite is your mission, your vision. It's to begin with the end in mind, to go to the very end, to live your life as that George Bernard Shaw you could have been. And what does that you look like? What does that you sound like? What does that you feel like? How, what are the values of that you? If that you was to die, how would that you be eulogized? And then that is written as if it were true today. The exact opposite. And your mission is who you are. It's what you do. It's the quality in which you do it. And so, Michael, I told you, I was going to ask Michael a question because this is what I do when I do coaching, when I work one-on-one. So, Michael, let's say the good Lord come and takes you home. You're carpazzoed. You're raptured. You're taken out of here. Uh, and let's say I don't know you, Michael, and I went up to your bride or, or maybe I thought there was somebody else that knew you better than your bride. Probably not, but if I thought so. And I would ask them, give me five words to describe Michael Bushilla. Michael, what would you want those five words to be? Well, first of all, I would want to make sure that I'm known by God, by, by Jesus. It says in his word that uh, in um, Matthew seven twenty one, it starts, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then... Uh, will I declare to them, I never knew you. <laughs> that mm. would be the ouch. Ouch, uh, big ouch. Big mm. ouch. Uh, because uh, I do all those things. I do. Um, I, I, I go about every day uh, praying for people um, wherever they're at. So you're talking and about your walk. Your my, walk demonstrates that. Right, my okay. walk. Uh, so what's the second word? What would you do in the second word? So my second word would be uh, this man had integrity. Okay. And uh, he, you know, he's he. Did what he said he was going to do, and mm-hmm. he was always honest. And and um, okay. third and, word and would be passionate okay. and uh, truthful. Okay, force force truthful and uh, honest. Our risk actually. Okay, risk. <laughs> risk would be. I'm I'm a big risk taker. Matter okay. of fact, my wife and I are on a mission. Uh, we um, God has spoke to me about uh, about this country and how much uh, how much I grew up in this country and. My dad was a prisoner of war in World War Two, and and uh, he sacrificed. Uh, you know, a serviceman who sacrificed a lot for uh, for my, for my freedoms, so that I could actually do what I can do. So uh, we're driving around the country, and uh, matter of fact, we've already made two stops, um, and we're doing all six corners of the United States. And uh, we went up to Blaine, Washington, just recently, and we. Uh, Pounded a stake of scripture into the ground and prayed over the that corner. Wow! And uh, then we just got back from uh, uh, the uh, Angle Inlet, which is the top of Minnesota, and uh, went across the borders and up into the uh, the furthest extreme corners of the United States. Is our goal is to just pray over this country because we love this country and wow. we believe that God and um, and then being his representative, we are uh, a prince and princess of the of the mighty king. Because the, the Bible says that, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe on his name. Okay. And uh, being a child of God is a uh, he's a king, and being his child, we obviously and that's that's number one known by God. So yeah. this is where I want to go with this, Michael. Is okay. So you got these five words, and so this is where the show comes together. So about the walk. 
when we talk about our walk, our walk, when called to walk, is means to how our daily activity. So the, the, the bib, uh, biblical definition of a fool is someone who exists apart from God. The same Bible defines wise as living in accordance to God's principles. And so I always say this whenever I'm talking to a Christian, uh, because again, a lot of people call themselves Christians, and whether you're whether I'm talking to a Muslim or whatever, I, I would do this because this is a value of his. I would say, so if there was enough evidence, let's say being a, a Christian was a crime, would there be enough evidence to convict you? And what Michael's been sharing with you, absolutely, he's guilty as charged. Uh, man, he, he ain't getting out off this thing. He's going to the brink, man, because his daily walk, where he spends his time, what he does, shows that, that he wants to be known by God. Integrity, Michael, how do you daily, in your walk, how do you fulfill this value of integrity? Well, it's just doing what you say you're going to be doing, and... Um just go do everything you possibly can to be obedient uh, to the laws of the land and, and to be kind and and uh, gentle to other other people because uh, it's if you want to bring people to Christ it's the it's the kindness it's the kindness of God that brings men to to repentance. So he wants to be the picture of that and so yeah. passionate. So what do you in your walk? How do you feed this value of yours that's so important called passion? What do you do? How do you how do you demonstrate that in your walk daily? Well, it's uh, you know it's devotion and it's uh, it's passion and it's reading scriptures and it's actually getting to know this this uh, God of the Bible who is Jesus Christ who actually was our Creator. It's getting to know Him and going deeper with Him and intimacy, and that's what the the word know means is actually is to is to actually have intimacy with with this this um, uh, person and which brings us to number four I think <laughs> which is truthful yeah truthful. because where does the truth come from Michael well it comes from the heart it actually is and it comes from from the Word of God the God is true and uh, I found I found it to be true and uh, it and it's always it's it's been tried and it's always been found to be true yep. God word so and that's uh, that word out his word yeah and that's the word about truth that is one of those words that the world's got a hold of and you know we get this a uh, relative truth you know what well, might be true for you but might it's not true for me and then i always like to say uh, you know i don't know if you ever read the book i don't have enough faith to be an atheist by a uh, Couric and uh geisler but he said uh you know it's called the roadrunner clothes you know, what you do is you take someone's argument and you turn it back on them. So when someone says, well, that might be true for you, Michael, but not true for me, then you turn it back and say, well, was that true for you? What, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, the roadrunner, when he'd go off the cliff, you know, he'd, he'd yeah. all of a sudden he'd stop and then, and that's what Geisler and Kurt Turek would talk. You take someone's own logic, that's illogical, and you illogical. turn it back to them and they go, uh, that's the roadrunner because they fall, their own argument defeats itself. And so truthful, which brings us now to number five, which to me, as I look at these, Michael, they're all fed by one thing. But number five is risk. So how does that manifest itself? How do you show that? How do you walk that every day? Oh, well, I, um, you know, well, when you're in intimacy with, with the Lord, when he, he, you are to be a risk taker, because if you don't, if there's no risk in your life, there's really no life. I mean, if you think about it, risk risk actually energizes and actually motivates. It's a good motivator. Uh, so I'm always doing risk. Um, yeah, you, matter of fact, you went on, a, on a, a, a missions trip with me out to Sturgis, South Dakota, and uh, that was a risk. You know, yeah, I took a risk. Huge risk. A huge risk that people would actually respond to to the call that God called me out there to wash motorcycles uh, and uh, just pray with people and that, and without any donations or any kind of uh, uh, monetary uh, so it's a, yeah, reward. It's, it's a yeah. big, so this is my point. So you have these five values. And if you haven't heard it already, and this is why I wanted to have them share it, if you haven't heard already, they're all driven by one thing. What's that one thing? Obedience. Yeah. It's God. It's obedience to God. It's yeah. He knows who his maker is. He knows who yeah. his king is. He knows the top of the the pyramid well if you there's no doubt 
And that's why, you know, I talk all the time about the neurological level. See, one thing I have the gift for, Michael, you know this. I take the things of the world and things of God and bring them together. Mm-hmm. Uh, God gave me that gift. Uh, I, don't, I don't have a blind faith. I have a very logical faith. I love intellectually to talk to people about God because I'm not just flying by the seat of my pants. I study. I eat scripture. You know that. I study this, all this stuff out there to support it because if it ain't true, then show me it's not true. But, boy, until you can show me it's not, I'm going to show you why it is true. And so what I want to do with this point is bring this up. Michael is so grounded that he knows these five words. He came up with them pretty quickly. But you know why? Because he has the apex already. He has his focus point. That's the key. He knows who he is. He knows why he's here. He knows where he's going. And most importantly, he knows whose he is. And so your walk is so important. Your walk is your daily activity. Your walk is those daily patterns, those daily thoughts, those daily interactions. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're walking somewhere. We're all going somewhere. Our daily choices, our thoughts, our actions, uh, the way we interact with people. Each day we live, we are taking another couple steps toward our destination. My question for you today on Like It Matters Radio is where are you walking to? What are you walking towards? Because today and tomorrow and the next day are going to get you three steps closer, whatever that destination is. So after the break, we're going to come back on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Special occasions can be more than just gatherings. You desire to create lasting memories. That's what our Britain Catering and Hospitality's goal is in every event and special occasion designed for you, creating lasting memories. Seek an array of award-winning venues and sample exquisite food from the best chefs along with the best possible presentation. That is what our Britain does for you. Weddings, family reunions, galas, special events for businesses are all areas where our Britain shines. This husband and wife team make a great serving combination. Challenge Seth and Don as they journey to become the number one catering team in the world. Three unique catering options. Apples to Apples offers a unique farm-to-table concept. This Little Piggy, a Minnesota favorite for 30 years and distinctive catering with its luxurious and memorable style. Britain Catering and Hospitality. AlbrittonCatering.com. That's A-B-R-I-T-I-N Catering.com. Creating lasting memories. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884, or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 7th through the 9th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back 
to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us. You know, time is precious. It is the only commodity that we cannot ever replace. I mean, if I was to reach into Michael's pocket right now and take $20 out of his pocket, he could replace that $20. Maybe his bride will give him another 20 Maybe God will give him another 20 um, You know what? If uh, Michael has a bad heart, uh, Michael could uh, probably have a heart transplant. Matter of fact, our, our good friend Paul Ridgway is with the Lord now. He went in to get a heart surgery, uh, and he went to go be with the Lord because they were going to replace it, going to fix some things, and then God said, nah, I'm ready for my son to come home. But we can replace everything else. You can. I, I heard someone did a face transplant. They actually did a face transplant now. Stunning. I mean, you know, uh, when someone gets a certain body part cut off by an angry spouse, uh, they can replace that. They, you can replace every single thing you have except one thing, and that is time. And we've all been given a certain amount of time. Uh, and, you know, I love to study words, and in the Bible, there are two Greek words that the Bible translates as time. One of them is kairos, and one of them is chronos. Chronos is the time on your watch. Chronos, I mean, chronos is the time on your watch. Kairos is the time that we're living in. And we can all agree that we're living in some really important times. And so Michael uh, is joining us here on the radio show. Whenever I come to, to town, I always like to uh, have Michael come by. We like to have deep conversations, and we like to share those on the radio. And so I want to thank you for spending an hour of your time daily with Like It Matters Radio. Uh, and the good news is uh, you can listen to this radio show if you're in Minneapolis or anywhere outside of St. Louis. Uh, uh, you can listen to it again 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. In St. Louis, we uh, play from 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, everywhere else, we are 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then replay 5 to 6. And if you miss any of this radio show, you can go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this and archive messages. You know, Michael, I don't know if, how much uh, Christian music you listen to, but I love Sidewalk Prophets. Love Sidewalk Prophets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there's, there's uh, something different. I think the album's called Something Different. And there's a song called Closer. It's a great song. Uh, and it, the weirdest thing, Michael, at the very end of that song, it, the song's over. It's the last song on the CD. Um, and uh, I was in, I got a sauna where it's my war room where I pray in there, I spend time with God, turn off the lights, and I just sweat. And so I had that song on years ago when it first came out. And at the end of the thing, it just keeps playing. Once it's done playing out, it'll go to the next CD. I got a five CD changer. And so it, the song was over three minutes, and all of a sudden I hear this thing come back on. Same track. And it was this. And it was in a deep voice that says, I've been, uh, let me read this to you, so powerful. Uh, where is it? Oh, here it is. Beyond the fear that follows near, till thorn through darkness that appears, like sun and moon and sands of time, something different starts to shine. A flash of faith within the soul, like little hands it digs a hole, not to bury, but to bring new life, new breath, new song to sing. Fast to find it forward now, to glimpse, to grasp, to change, to grow. This moment does not linger long before tomorrow breaks the dawn. The gold will fade and ambers die. Something different will arise. And it's the strangest thing because you got to wait for it. You got to wait for it. You got to wait for it. So as I was listening to CD the other day again, I'm in a sauna. Then I'm sitting there. I'm in the sauna. The song ends. I'm sitting there. I'm, my eyes are closed. I'm kind of falling asleep. And all of a sudden, this scratchy thing comes on the same track. And here I hear this. And then I remembered. I had to wait for it. 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 Why do I keep saying it that way? Because I started this show with the thing called So God Made a Farmer. And I'm not a farmer. And Michael owns Hope Glen Farms, <laughs> but he's not a farmer. Uh, he's a fisher of men. <laughs> he's a fisher of men, but he's not a farmer. So why I brought this up, because that to me is the farmer mentality, the hard work, the, the 20-hour days, uh, the 70-hour weeks, never being off work, never being alone. And then you do stuff for months, sometimes weeks. Uh, you put all this money out there, do all this hard work, and nothing shows mm-hmm. for your effort. But if you stay the course, you stay true. And so earlier I asked Michael, I said, Michael, if I was to go to your funeral and I didn't know who you were and I went up to one of your best friends, the person who knew you better than anybody else, and I asked them to give me five words to describe you, what would they be? And here's the five words that Michael gave to me or phrases or concepts. 
Number one, known by God. Number two, integrity. Number three, passionate. Number four, truthful. And number five, risk. And when I asked him, if you were listening to the show, when I asked him each one of those, each time he went to these long diatribes, which is fine, but he went to his source Mm -hmm. for all these things. Anybody get what his source was? It was God. And so all five of these pointed to one pinnacle, and that pinnacle is God. And this is about Michael. This is not about you should have God or not. And yeah, you should, but that's not what this radio show is about. What I'm just taking is Michael's example, that Michael knows who he is. Michael knows whose he is. Michael knows where he's going. Michael knows why he's here. Michael doesn't get up tomorrow and wonder, what do I do today? Michael gets up, and he's running. Michael actually gets up and he's praying, but that's his, before you run, you always got to pray. You got to start on your knees and then you get to your feet. It's a progress, right? Exactly. Yeah. But Michael, that's what's so cool about you. All five of these were tied to your core value. And if you didn't pick up that core value is then you're not listening leader. His core value is God. His entire life is about God. He knows why he was created. He knows why he's here. He knows where he's going. And that doesn't need to be your commitment, but you need to have something. It should be God. Because one day we'll all stand before a judgment seat, either the white throne judgment seat of, of, of God the Father, and that's not a good place to be, or the Bema seat of Christ. For those of us who believe in Christ, and that's like an Olympic judge, we'll be given our rewards, mm-hmm. not to enter heaven or not. Now, if you're going, if that question's in front of you, you're in the white throne judgment. And I'm going to tell you the answer, you ain't going to like it. <laughs> because if that decision wasn't made before you took your last breath, oh, it was made. Yep. It absolutely was made. You just made it by not making it. Uh, and boy, last time I checked, eternity is a long, 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 long time. And so, Michael, the key I asked Michael, every one of these is how you walk in these. Remember, we go back to the walk. Today's show is called Where You Walk Into. And your walk is your series of daily activities. Your walk is the stuff that you do every single day, your regular stuff, your daily conduct, your regular pattern played out in daily life. And Michael, you shared, what was that verse you shared? It was uh, from Matthew 7, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about Jesus. Go ahead. Yep. Matthew seven twenty one. not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, cast out demons in your name, do many mighty mighty works in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. So that's a a, a tough verse because um, a, a lot of people say, yeah, I know of God. And uh, but and but do you know him? But uh, but it's not only on this side of me knowing him. The more important question is, does he know you? And that's the key question. That's the key because that really I hate to say this to you when it comes down to it. I know it sounds a play on words, but it really doesn't matter at the end how well you know God. I mean, of course, you got to know that. What matters is how well does he know you? Exactly. Because it's, it's the one who does the will of the Father. Be yeah. doers of the word, not hearers yep. only. And I remember in the Bible when uh, Jesus was, uh, when they, you know, he was calling himself God, basically. He was in a house uh, and people were getting agitated. I mean, they were getting ready to kill him. They were getting upset. And someone, it doesn't say in the Bible, someone had to go get his mother and brother and they're outside knocking on the door and someone came up to Jesus kind of sarcastically, and I'm paraphrasing, not in the Bible, but paraphrasing. Hey, God, God, your mother and your brother outside coming to get you because they thought he's going to get killed that he's acting crazy and i'll never forget what jesus said who is my mother who is my brother but they that do the will of my father and again notice the verb anybody hear the verbs that's where i'm going to the verbs he said those that do my father's will those that do how does someone have a relationship with you you spend time with them You open yourself up to them. You share your weaknesses. You share your strengths. You share the ugly times. You share the other times. It's a verb. Love is a verb. It's not a feeling. It's an action. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. And so, Michael, when I was talking about our walk, you can say these five words. You can say, I'm this and I'm that. But what you're doing speaks so loudly. You know, this is where we merge together the physiological, the psychological, the leadership, you know, we speak at 120 to 140 words per minute, the typical human being. Uh, if you've listened to me for a while, I can get to 160. My mind is pretty fast. Sometimes my mouth doesn't catch up. One picture is the equivalent of six to eight minutes, a nonstop dialogue. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these words, 
and words will be held to account for every word we utter. But think about it. You could talk nonstop for eight minutes, and one picture of your activity or lack thereof says more to that person than all that verbal vomit that's going on for six to eight minutes. So that's what I wanted. Michael, Michael walks in this. Michael's one of those people where I can tell uh, my my Jesus test, my Jesus thermometer, uh, you know, I'm a Christian in a, in a broken world, uh, is if someone makes me uncomfortable. You know, in the church, a, a, a freak is called uh, someone who loves Jesus more than you do. And Paul Ridgway, who's a good friend, my mentor, who went to be with the Lord, Boy, he would talk to everybody about God. Again, I'm not saying you have to do this. I'm just saying that was his core value. His core value was that. And so we'd go to a restaurant, and we couldn't get to our chair because Paul would be talking to everybody about Jesus. And everybody made eye contact, started talking about Jesus. And he'd start talking, and i think we're done, but he'd still keep going. And I could tell that they were ready to move on, that they were done. And I was getting uncomfortable, but Paul would keep talking. And that just showed me that he loved Jesus more than I did. Michael does the same thing to me. I've never shared that with you. Michael, there are times where Michael, I say, I, I'm pretty good with my environment. I could tell when someone's receptive or not. And Michael keep talking. I'm seeing they've kind of moved on, Michael. He keeps going, and it makes me uncomfortable. That's why I like to hang around with Michael. Because, again, show me another example of a man who loves Jesus more than I do. Because sometimes he's a freak. And a freak in the church is someone who loves Jesus more than you do. And again, this is not about religion. This is not about a relationship with God, although I'd like to talk to you about that. This is about knowing who you are. This is about knowing your core values. And not just expressing them in word, but expressing them in deed. What are you walking to? Your walk, your daily activity is taking from where you are now to where you're going to wind up. And so after the break, we're going to go a little bit more in depth on how do you get to where you're supposed to be going to on Like It Matters Radio. Thank you, Mr. Black. Are those your grades for this semester? They sure are. All A's and one B. But what about your learning disability and your struggles in school? Not since I got my brain map done at Like It Matters. I now know how I best learn and the unique way that God made me. No more learning disability. You are unique. Nobody has your fingerprints and nobody is wired exactly like you. We now have the ability to show you God's fingerprints for your life through yours. The unique print on each of your fingers is a duplicate of the neural pathway in that corresponding lobe of your brain. With our exclusive brain map, we can capture your fingerprints and give you a 35-page map of your brain, your gifts, talents, and innate resources. This information is the key to unlocking your God-given potential and truly living your life like it matters. If you're ready to maximize the potential you were created with, email Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com or call 817-502-1554. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I like things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I do the same things over and over, until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, and eight and a half year old son and patient and passionate wife i got rid of a lot of clutter in my head bs they call it belief systems that were not serving me if you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them if you want to build a productive team in two days if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next leadership awakening it's time the giant in you comes alive Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening Workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And in studio, we have Michael Bushella. Michael, again, welcome. Thank you for joining us on Like It Matters Radio. Good to be here, Scott. Glad you're here, my friend. Mm -hmm. And Michael's a good friend. He's a brother in Christ. And uh, what I wanted to share with you every day, um, and I've done this for now about eight years, um, I uh, do a blog, a Christian blog. Uh, God's the most important thing in my life. He's the number one love. You can go to my training. Uh, we're not going to convert you to Christianity. It's not a religion. Uh, I do share my faith pretty openly, but I have lots of people, lots of different faiths come to our training. They believe, some don't. It's a secular training. Uh, go to likeitmatters.net. But if you want to get my uh, daily blog, uh, text it out. I email it out, and then you can just go to it. It's called wayofwarrior.blog. Just go to wayofwarrior.blog. Dot blog. And today's was on Ephesians five fifteen through 17, and it ties into what we're talking about. And it says, see then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. See, the biblical definition of a fool is one who exists apart from God. And the same Bible defines wise as living in accordance to God's divine purpose. Many in the church treat the Bible like it's Aesop's fables and are daily are focused on the same things that the fools of this world are focused on. They act just like them. And so you got to get this. Our walk is our daily conduct, our regular pattern played out in our daily life. And in Proverbs, I think it's 910 said, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. A believer who walks in wisdom knows three things, their life principles, their limited privileges, and their Lord's purposes. In other words, they know what his rules are for their life. They know they have a limited time to fulfill it, and they know what God wants of them. And in this uh, Colossians 2.23, uh, it's pretty clear that uh, Paul, he encourages people to understand God's mysterious plan. Do you know God's plan for your life? Do you know about all the hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge that reside in God? And see, we are called to walk circumspectly. And I wanted to look up that word. That word means to walk carefully, walk exactly, to walk accurately. We're called to be wise. And for me, wise and for Michael, wise is to know God, to fear God, and to obey God. How do we do this? By knowing his word, by practicing uh, our walk daily and by using his word as our compass. When I asked Michael his five words, didn't you see the compass? His compass was Christ. Mm -hmm. His compass was the will of God. And the reason I share this is because you need to have the same thing. Pull God out if you don't believe in God. Remember, there are neurological levels. There are seven, six neurological levels. And God is part of those levels. You have the bottom level is environment. You can take an alcoholic out of a bar, they're still an alcoholic. So you take them out, but it's environment. Above that's behavior. Above that's capabilities. Above that's belief system. Above that is identity. And above that is spirit, your bigger connection to the universe or your connection to God. And if you don't have a belief in God, then your highest level is self. And so that you're the one sitting on your throne, which is fine. If that's your belief system, you'll be held to account. I'm not here to, to beat you over the head with anything. I'll go ahead and walk with you in your life as far as you want to go. But I want you to know what I read earlier from what I blogged out on wayofwarrior.blog is that you need to know these three things. What are your life principles? What are your life principles? What do you live your life by? How do you know if you've had a successful day? How do you know if you had a successful week? I asked Michael, how does he know? He knows. He, Michael, what do you, how do you start each day? What do you do, Michael? Every day before my foot even hooks. Uh, <laughs> foot hits the ground. I ask. I say, uh, "Okay, Dad." Uh, I call my my. I call Jesus and, and God my dad because Abba. he's he, Abba. He's my yeah. father. He's my father, Heavenly Father. And I say, "Hey, what are you doing in the hearts and lives and and uh, of people around me today?" And uh, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of what you're doing in their lives. And so, and every single day, some uh, God brings people in cross to cross my path. And uh, I've become his hands and his feet and uh, speak words. I actually literally speak words into their lives because words have the power of life and death. And words are destinations and words are involved in every new season of your life. And uh, we have learned that uh, the tongue actually steers our lives. Yep. So we 
uh, and then it goes, and Jesus says, you, you, you know, I read that scripture that uh, I never knew you scripture of, of Matthew, Matthew 7, 7, yeah. 7, 21. And it goes on in verse 24, it says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. Amen. My word. Amen. And everyone who ha- hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell, and, it, and great was the fall of it. So it's all about these words that uh, God speaks, and he is, the Bible says, he is the word. And, you, you and talk, we were yeah. created by him. And you talk about the fall. Talk about the fall. Yeah. Look, let's look at the world. How many people have fallen? Harvey Weinstein, Matt Lauer. Uh, but yeah. this is why. Because what are their core values? What are they, and what we've learned about their core values aren't pretty. And again, what I want, this is so cool about Michael, what you're hearing, if you listen. And please, if those of you don't believe in God, I mean, you can reach out to him. Don't be offended by it. God's, uh, Michael's a man of God like I am. But what you got to hear is his conviction, his belief. He knows who sits on his throne, and you need to know who sits on your throne. But no matter what your belief is, whether you believe in God or don't, whether you're wise or a fool, you need to have three understandings. Number one, what are your life principles? We found out what Matt Lauer's life principles are, and they're not that impressive. Uh, He's out of a job. He's out of a a life. He's out of everything because his life principles were basically about fornicating. That was it, his entire life principle. By the way, uh, be careful pointing the finger too much. Many of us have lived a large part of our life up until recently doing the same thing. So it's so easy to point fingers at everybody else when we're all fallen, we're all broken, we all fall short of the glory of God. So you need to know what are your life principles. What are your privileges? There, we have privileges. I mean, my wife has the privilege of sleeping with me. Now, she might think it's a privilege, but nobody else gets that privilege, but my wife does, right? I mean, uh, the President of the United States have privileges. I mean, Obama will never pay for another thing the rest of his life. Neither will George Bush. I mean, they're privileged. I mean, uh, your parents are privileged. Your, your boss is privileged. He can do things you can't do. We all have privilege. Whether you're a child of God or not, you have privileges. If you're a child of God, you got much more privileges. So you need to know what your life principles are. You need to know what your privileges are. And then you need to know what is your purpose. Those are the three things. In other words, know what your rules are for your life. Know and understand that you had a limited time to fulfill them. And then know what the person who sits on your throne wants of you. If that's you, that's a lot easier. If it's God, his word will tell you that. But that's the key. And then you must walk circumspectly because the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face. You know why? Because we move in the direction we're looking and we look in the direction we're moving. And circumspectly means careful, exactly, and accurate. Don't be a fool. Don't be bewitched and get wrapped up in this world and what everybody else is doing and get off track. That's why you need to know who you are, why you're here, why you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again. And that's why you should go to likeitmatters.net and go ahead and check it out because we have training that will forever change your life. Michael, uh, tell us real quick about, uh, got about a minute left. Uh, tell us about couple, some of your missions and how do people get involved? Uh, well, I'm... Uh I, uh, freebikewash.com freebikewash.com would be one of the ministries that I run every year I go out to Sturgis, South Dakota and wash bikes for free uh, and because the salvation is free you can't buy it can't earn it can't even help help in it you have to accept it so we uh, we that's one of the ministries and I'm also involved with uh, different men's ministries prayer breakfast like right prayer breakfast yeah every year we put on a prayer breakfast in the Cottage Grove area and uh, things like that, but uh, I'm a, a more more so a day by day, walk by walk, pray with people every single day, and uh, ask God to bring people into my lives to be able to speak into their lives His Word, and uh, that would open the door for the kingdom of God to come onto their lives. That's that's my that's his main, passion. That's my passion. That's my main and, focus. And He does it well. And that's what I do every single day. He yeah. does it well. So, oh, and by the way, I, I love telemarketers. They are my favorite people. 
Because he gets to minister to them. <laughs> because, because they're calling me, I'm not calling them. So it's, uh, I, get a, I get an audience. Awesome, awesome. So thank you, Michael, for joining us. And I want, just want to leave you with a couple of thoughts. Many people have said it many different ways. Uh, I don't know who said it first, but here's what it says. Sow a thought and you reap an action. Sow an act and you reap a habit. Sow a habit and you reap a character. Sow a character and you reap a destiny. It's just like the farmer. If you sow apple seeds... You're going to get apples. If you sow radish seeds, you're going to get radishes. So what are you sowing in your life? Because someday the harvest will be plentiful, good or bad, right or wrong. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am making your life a little more hopeful, a little better today than it was yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. Join us every day from Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on the same format. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Mr. Black, your life caddy. In golf, the caddy knows the course, knows the golfer, and knows how to play the game. As your life caddy, I can help you maximize the potentials you were created with and live your life like it matters. I have books that will help you understand how you work and tools that will assist you in abundantly enjoying the game of life. Books include 180 Ways to Live Your Life Like It Matters and Becoming Your Dreams, Want It, Create It, Live It, as well as inspirational music, CDs, and T-shirts. Go to likeitmatters.net and order your books and tools today. For the month of December, Wellness Radio 1570 spotlights elderly driving safety. Visual, cognitive, and movement impairments can occur at any age, which make it more difficult to drive. However, as people age, these medical conditions that affect driving become more prevalent. Some of the more common conditions are joint pain, arthritis, and cataracts. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Stream online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com.